right, welcome to the Early Educator Podcast. We talk about everything that you need when it comes to growing your business, overcoming obstacles, and making an impact on not only the children in your care, but to your community and your family. My name is Blake, and with me today, we have on remotely, we have Philip Hester, the executive, or sorry, the president of our Daily Bread CACFP. And we also have Julia Clark with today, who is with Child Care Tennessee. Uh, she is the regional coordinator for the Northeast. Julia, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, how are you guys doing? Good. Doing well. Doing good. Awesome. Awesome. Well, excited to talk to you guys. So we're doing, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, <laughs> yes, I know. A lot of, a lot of days. Yeah, the, definitely. The, having the sun out is, is a huge thing. These past two weeks, we've had, it's been like a lot of just rain and muck. Like every single morning, it's been cold. And so, yeah, it's really nice to see, to see the sun come back out for sure. Is How is it where you are, Julie? Is it the same way? Yeah, it's beautiful. I live just west of Nashville, and so it is. It's really nice, and yeah, that uh, it's nice to be able to get the kids outside and everything too. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. So thank you guys so much for being here. Also, Cinta Cinta might join in with us later, so you might hear Cinta, or if you're watching on YouTube, you might see her come in the shot. So hopefully, we'll see Cinta later on too. Um, but yeah, so basically we, we wanted to ask Joy just a few questions just about um, who she works for and, and and all the benefits of that. Just just so we think our educators uh, could definitely uh, potentially benefit from this. And so, uh, yeah, Julia, um, just to ask you first question, um, can you talk to us kind of about like the initiatives and the, the programs offered by Child Care Tennessee to support um, early childhood education and uh, the daycare owners in the region? Absolutely. So Child Care Tennessee, we originated, we are an initiative of the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. And so how we started was a group of child care directors in Nashville approached the Community Foundation um, regarding having a one-stop sort of website for child care providers throughout the entire state where they could go and find resources that all of us had to look at every day. So I was mm -hmm. a director myself for over 20 years. And so there's things that we all have to have. There's no point in reinventing the wheel, but also they wanted to be able to empower uh, program directors throughout the state, whether you had a family, a group home, um, a center, nonprofit, whatever the program is that you were operating, that you would have access to the same resources. So whether it's, we have curriculum, we have all of those, um, we have human resources, there's all kinds of templates and forms that we have. So, um, and the, the amazing thing is, is the Community Foundation took up the charge. Now, usually, in fact, never does the Community Foundation um, spend money like that, their own money, because our job is to take um, resources and match them to need. So we spend we help other people spend their money. And yeah. Yeah. so for us, it empowers. It was just amazing. And it's been a huge, huge uh, benefit to programs throughout the state. Our intent is to help elevate the quality of care 
that all children receive. And DHS, just uh, um, about three, four years ago, um, before that, it was a subscription that programs would have to pay. DHS approached us four years ago and said, we want to make this available to all programs throughout the entire state. So it's a part of a grant and DHS now pays the subscription for all child care providers to have it that are DHS licensed. Wow. Wow. That's pretty great. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So um, I guess with that, um, how can daycare owners access like um, like funding and funding and different resources to help them grow their business or help them like sustain it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's there's some really great resources that child care providers can take advantage of. The number one that I would encourage them to is their certificate program. Um, you know, we're always looking for opportunities to generate revenue. Enrollment generates revenue. Okay, um, mm -hmm. so the best way they can do that is to enroll in the certificate program because that is income you know you're going to receive. Takes a while to get it all going. We know that there's paperwork involved, all that kind of stuff, but it is guaranteed income once you get the pro once you get it rolling. And so um, that's a great opportunity. Also, with um, what we do at the Community Foundation, part of what we do is we manage grant funds for the Department of Human Services. So grants are wonderful. They help elevate, again, the quality of care that a program can have. It can launch you years ahead in um, the quality of program that you can build on, mm -hmm. okay? You can use the resource for resources for equipment, materials, supplies, for training of your staff, all of those sort of things. But there again, it's not consistent, continual enrollment you know, revenue for from enrollment, but it is huge. It's a huge asset. So Child Care Tennessee will help you do that. Hey, Blake. Yeah. I got a question. If I could step back to number one. Uh, I know you talked a little bit about enrollment, uh, Julia. And with the enrollment, uh, I know there's, you know, we have uh, thousands of uh, edu uh, licensed educators in Tennessee how, uh, roughly, what percentage are actually taking advantage of uh, Child Care TN at this point, or Child Care Tennessee? Well, this is the amazing thing. And uh, unfortunately, COVID helped a lot with this. We're running about 98%. Oh, wow. That is <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. impressive. <laughs> yes. Yes, we're running about 98% enrollment. Now, when you think about that, the reason a lot of that is, is that now for we're on our fourth year now with the grants and, and everything, is that people are using these resources on a day-to-day -day basis. They're seeing the value of what's there. They also, for the support and enhancement grant, this is your portal to applying for that grant. So in order to mm. be able to um, apply for that, you have to have Child Care Tennessee membership. So, yeah, but it's, it is wonderful. It's a, it's a great resource to have out there. Fantastic. That, those are great numbers. Yes. I, I, that, I'm so excited to hear that. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. Yeah, that is awesome. That's fantastic. 90%. It's quite a bit. I mean, that's basically everybody. <laughs> basically. Yeah. 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 Well, cool. Well, um, you think about it with the emergency grants, 
when they needed that emergency funds during COVID. That really was a great catalyst for us to, for enrollment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So could you share some insights with us on like the current challenges and maybe like opportunities that are currently facing daycare owners um, and kind of how um, you guys are able to help to address them mainly? Absolutely. So as I'm out um, in the East Tennessee, especially, but also um, in addition to being the Northeast Regional Coordinator, I'm also the Establishment and Expansion Grant Coordinator for the entire state. So one of the things that I'm really seeing is I'm sure everybody hears is staffing. Staffing is the number one issue that people are really struggling with, um, regardless of the region that they're in. And so um, I'm just going to share with you just a second my screen because I'd like you to see um, once a program has uh, membership to Child Care Tennessee, which if you've uh, if you're a licensed child care program, uh, you would have access to this through the Department of Human Services. But I'm going to show you as we scroll down. This is our home landing page. As you scroll down. These are some of the topics that you can hop on, um, just a quick resource. But as you scroll down, our staffing resources that we have here are amazing. And I hear all the time when I'm out and talking to programs how helpful this is. Saves them a ton of money and I'm gonna show you how. And so for one thing, they can see here, these are actual postings. So it's really helpful because they can look, they can see what other people are posting. They can see how much they're paying for salary. They can see what their benefits are. They can look at the job descriptions. Then all they have to do is click on there and they're able to see it. All right, now I'm gonna show you how do they, how do they um, gain access to this service? All they have to do is click on the services. It'll take you right to our services page. All right, you scroll down. Now, these are just some of the benefits. It's free to post. All right, now when I was a director and man, I was bleeding indeed, you know, <laughs> all those sort of things because it is, there's a, there's a lot of turnover and, yeah. and that sort of thing. And if you're not hiring, you're behind because you should always be in, be in a position of hiring. Um, then you have eight job boards that you're being posted to, all right? You're able to, um, you show up in Google results, huge, okay? Yeah. Job description templates. So that's something I'm always talking to providers about is if you're not using the right kind of bait, you're not gonna get the right kind of fish. So they need to be sure that they're putting out ads that are accurate. And then mm -hmm. online applications, okay? So there's all kinds of stuff. Um, they can just scroll through here, and then this is where they register. Again, this is Acquire for Hire and it is completely free with our resources. The other thing here, and I hear this from families and things as well, is that they are um, affordable childcare. So there again, Department of Human Services with their certificate program really helps families that um, maybe they're in an area that they're just priced out of the market. But if a, if a programs are offering their certificate program, if a family can qualify, then that really helps. 
you know, also yeah. with these grants, if we can help keep some of the, the program costs down because they're not having to buy art supplies, they're not having to buy the equipment, they're not having to buy mulch for the playgrounds every year, maybe they can help. It can help help offset some of those operation expenses and keep mm. the enrollment costs down. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to... Uh... I want to talk a little bit about staffing and Julia, like you said, that that is number one. Uh, it's right their biggest pain point. Uh, the majority of uh, our uh, child care educators. And with this resource, I think it's just fantastic because um, we deal with a lot of sole proprietorships and uh, you know, those are your, um, what some people may, it's not like a chain of uh, child care. It's more of a, you know, you, what some people may call mom and pop uh, business. Yeah. Uh, but nevertheless, they find it hard at times to compete with a lot of the chain um, child care educators. And I think that this is a great tool for our licensed uh, uh, child care facilities to take advantage of these and, and find that talent uh, that's out there. Uh, because, you know, uh, as we all know, you know, people get into care because they love children and that's why they're in the business. So uh, I, I think these resources would be very helpful to our sole proprietorships because some of our uh, educators are licensed daycare homes. They may be as small as uh, a capacity of seven or up to maybe 15. And so this would really uh, level that playing field. Uh, with a lot of those educators uh, to be able to participate. So uh, I love this tool. I think it's great. Um, and, and and that, you know, can definitely, it, it, you can kind of see what the where the market is. Uh, that's what I love about this tool. Because everybody, you know, that's one of the things. I just can't compete. I can't pay. Well, now you know, you know, where these jobs are landing. So uh, I, I I just love it. I think it's fantastic. Um, also, affordable childcare. Uh, you had mentioned uh, that as well. A lot of a lot of parents uh, aren't really aware of um, some of the criteria. You know that uh, to me, a lot of um, uh, just like in our program, there's uh, income eligibility guidelines. Those are fairly high. People would be shocked to know that. You know, they may feel they may qualify and just never thought to take a look at it. So there's nothing um, at all wrong with just exploring uh, the criteria to be met for child care certificate program or to participate on the child adult care food program. So uh, feel free to, you know, all the parents that are out here listening, uh, by all means, get out there and explore that. Uh, you, you'd be surprised. You may fall within those guidelines. Um, so uh, for sure, uh, educators, encourage your parents to explore the options for child care certificate program. Thank you, uh, Julie, for that. Absolutely. Yeah. One other thing that I didn't mention before is that on Child Care Tennessee too, we also have um, our savings program with our vendors. So we're always looking to negotiate discounts for vendors. So like when uh, made me think about it, when you were talking about our smaller programs that don't necessarily, they're not able to take advantage of the discounts that maybe large franchises can get. 
you know, where they negotiate the cost of their milk because they're buying, you know, they have bulk contracts that they do and things. So we're always working to negotiate contracts, um, discounts for our vendors. Again, that's on Child Care Tennessee under the Saving Monies tab. And, um, you know, always looking, we're looking for local vendors um, to save on costs that are, that are standard for child care operations. Mm-hmm. That's great. So you said that was childcaretennessee.com, right? Yep. Okay. Awesome. Exactly. Yeah. If, if you are listening and if you know, if you're on a pod, um, Apple podcast, or whatever, be sure to check that out. Um, if you didn't see it on YouTube, um, definitely, definitely check the website out. That was some great resources. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. So, yeah. Um, so I guess we'll go to the next question. So I guess, is there any um, kind of success stories that you guys have working with um, daycares or, or anybody else that's partnered with you guys that you like to share? Well, we have uh, some really great uh, partnerships with some of our um, local partners. Uh, so, for instance, like our um, economic development partnership, we've been working with their um, have a new grant out that's called the CDBG grant. Of course, they always have to have the alphabet in there somewhere, but of course. <laughs> just thrown yeah. in. But um, what that <laughs> what that grant does is that it actually helps with facility costs for building, remodeling, and renovations for um, programs that are looking to open or programs that are looking to expand their capacity. Now they have different caps and things in different areas. And that um, this grant will go until the end of July this year, and hopefully we'll have another one. But when you think about how that um, partnership works, is that if, if a program can use the CDBG grant to help with their facility costs to either open their program or to expand their facilities, and then we at the community, uh, Child Care Tennessee can assist them in um, uh, applying for the establishment or the expansion grant, which will provide their equipment, materials, and supplies. So if we mm. can get that facility, then we can get it fitted out, then the, um, that's great for the communities. Yeah, that is. What would be criteria for that, uh, Julie? For the CDBG grant? So. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, uh, they're going to the program with economic development group and uh, request information. So right now that process is closed. Um, when that reopens, which I'm not, I don't have an exact date on that yet. I know this cycle runs until the end of July this year. But um, when the next one would open, then they would be able and it would be it is um it is sent out to programs that are like they would know okay so um it's a great opportunity for them to be able to and it's just an application process for us um they require a lot of information from you and some meetings and that sort of thing but the the benefits of it are huge huge mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as far as records, record keeping, uh, that's one of the things that we definitely stress with a lot of our educators. It's uh, it's so important to have great record keeping. I know with our daily bread, we of uh, the records that they send and submit to us, we have all their records for three years plus the current year at all time. So uh, 
that is one thing that, you know, for the educators that, that participate on our program, know that we have those records, uh, a portion of what you've submitted to us. We will have those records for three years plus. So, and I'm sure a lot of times with grants, they at least want you to go back a couple years. So uh, if you, if you're ever in need of any of those records, just know that, uh, that you need to have real good records uh, on hand at least for two plus years, um, you know, uh, for a minimum of two years, uh, you know, to apply for grant for the most part. So, uh, that's one of the uh, benefits too of uh, participating um, on uh, our Daily Breads program as well. We do keep those records yeah. for you. Well, and I'm sure that you probably see too, we're wanting to really encourage child care programs to take it up to that next level, the level of professionalism and record keeping is definitely a part of that. Um, you'd be surprised how many programs I go to and I'm talking to them about receipts because they have to keep those and submit those for their grants. Um, how many say they do not um, use their receipts? Mm. They don't um, deduct these it costs and so we're working to help them with that you know it's silly to pay tax money on something you've already <laughs> you know you use for for expenses for your program so um there again resources that we're using when we have a tab on our website that talks about all of our partners um so uh there again when you're talking uh tech goes home or wages program or um, our daily bread um, are on our website. And that way it is a one-stop thing. They just click on it and it'll take them right to where they need to go to have access to those resources. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much. Um, well, I had another question. We kind of already answered it. <laughs> um, basically talking about how the, what kind of role you guys play and make, and um, make sure the daycare owners um are able to give like quality early childhood education but i think we've kind of already answered that and, and how you guys played that role <laughs> but um is there anything else that uh you philip or julia would like to want to talk about or uh, or ask i do um a lot of times with uh, especially new educators that are coming on or coming into child care maybe opening up a center or uh, maybe a family home um, a lot of times the perception of childcare is the regulation is very rigorous. And um, a lot of people, they would start an orientation process and kind of get a little frustrated along the way, you know, with maybe some of the regulation. Uh, are you, do you guys experience much of that to where people just kind of, uh, you know, they find it a little frustrating to um, step into the role of a child care owner? Yeah, so that is um, that is a big a big issue that we have. One of the things is I really like that DHS has really created a path to licensing. And so that helps to kind of, um, you know, because a lot of people when they start out, they're just like, I just love kids and I just want to work with kids and I just want to, but owning a business is is a lot of responsibility and if they they you know having an understanding of what all is going to go into that um loving children has to be at the core value of it 
but operating a childcare business is a whole nother, a whole nother animal. Um, and so when they come from orientation, they go through licensing orientation, then they go through small business academy, which I think is very wise for DHS to do that because they get, it's a four class deal. And so then they're having to go through and figure out, oh, well, you mean I just don't get to rock babies and do crafts all day? <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a totally different thing. They're figuring out that. And then it's, it's the cost. Um, it is, you know, the cost of having your own business, um, being able to pay staff and like you're saying, keep your records and to um, have the having staff and all of those sort of things. So, so they go from small business academy and then it's about after that it drops off. Um, once people kind of realize, you know, if they're not really prepared um, at that time to move on. So that's why as well, um, the establishment grant um, is for pre-licensed programs, but they have to complete um, all the licensing steps up into the point of opening the building before they become eligible to apply for the establishment grant. But that makes perfect sense because the majority of people that start this path never actually open a program. So we don't want to give them money for a program. They're not actually ever going to operate. So it's once they've gone through, they've got their facility, they've got their, they're um, just about ready to get their license. They've got their occupancy fit, permit, their background checks and everything. And then they're ready to open their business. Um, I also spend a considerable amount of time um, trying to uh, provide them the supports that we have through Child Care Tennessee, um, helping them with the HR, the templates, the forms, everything that they need, helping them with staffing, how to train their staff and prepare them to open their programs. Um, it is a daunting experience. I opened my last program in 2018, and that was from a ground up um, build. And so it's a it's a pretty big deal to try and get through all that. But yeah, you you have a lot of people that don't actually go through. But I'm glad that they have this process to begin with because it is it is really hard on children and families for a program to open and then turn around and close. Mm -hmm. And uh, we want to be sure they have all the supports they need to be successful. And, you know, it is such a, a great advantage to go through this program and go through this cycle. Like you said, it can be daunting, but it is so important because it gives, in my opinion, it gives you a leg up on um, other sites that, you know, that may, like if you're a child care home, for instance, like I, I gave that, I mean, now you're regulated, you, you know, you have, you've been through the business uh, courses you're understanding the business, you're understanding the business aspect. Yeah, you got into it because you love children, but now you have a better understanding of the business side. And then uh, you're gonna be successful, you know, when you have all of these tools in your arsenal now. And and I just think it's gonna be, I just think it's, uh, it's just one of those things where, you know, it, it just gives you the leg up on those that, maybe opted not to go through or, you know, or maybe, you know, like grandfathered in or whatnot. I mean, this is, I mean, I think this is awesome. 
uh, just a great uh, opportunity for those uh, new facilities to jump in there and, uh, and, and to go through those steps. Because, you know, it's just like uh, anything else, um, you know, the rewards will come, you know, and, um, and uh, it's like myself, I, I coached football years ago and I, I coached even at a high school level. And uh, a lot of people were like, well, how, you know, where are you, where you're a good coach? I'm like, well, I won't know until 10 to 15 years from now, whether I was a good coach. It's not about the wins and losses. It's just like the day-to-day in childcare. It's not about, you know, your struggles or your wins in the day-to-day. The impact that you're having on the children and families that you serve, you know, when that kid comes back 20 years later and comes in and gives you a big hug and say, hey, remember me, you know, I was uh, in your preschool class or I was, you know, I, I was in your facility for, from an infant to five, you know, and you see where they, uh, you know, they're walking through life, you know, they have families of their own now, you know, and now like some of the kids I coached in high school, I see them that, you know, they have families uh, and, you know, that is validation that that work. I didn't get much, make much money at it. Uh, it wasn't about the money uh, aspect of it. It was about the love for the children and the rewards that come with that. So years later tells whether or not you were a good educator, whether or not you were a good coach of some sort. So, um, so it's just great to see that, uh, you know, the growth of the kids uh, and, and, you know, and just the love that you have for the kids uh, to see that reward on the back end. So. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I agree with that a hundred percent. I started out in 1996. That dates me a little bit um, with my, with a family program. It quickly became a group home and I had it for 14 years while I was raising my children. And I'll tell you what, it's the best job I ever had. I loved those kids and they loved me and their families loved me. And uh, in fact, in June, I flew to Michigan to go to a graduation open house. So (laughs) they invite me to come, I'm going, you know, and, but I think you hit on something there too. Any great um, investment, it's a long-term, you have to, it's not quick results. It's not quick. It's long-term. And, Um, but it is, it is amazing. There is nothing more valuable. There's nothing better than earning the love and trust of a child and family. You know, there's nothing better. Um, but there again, you'll see the long-term results for a lifetime. You're building the foundation of a successful life for those children. And, um, to know that they were loved and cared for as little ones, they'll carry that the rest of their lives. So it's, it's just amazing. It's amazing, but it takes a lifetime. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Yeah. I can definitely, you know, go with the long-term thing. Um, you know, cause there's a lot of things that can make you happy, but there's only some things that are long-term that can bring you joy and bring you like actual like peace, you know? So that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all the questions I had. Um, if you guys have anything else, feel free to share them or anything. But uh, that, that's all the questions that, that I had for today. All right. Thank you. you Thank did? you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for yeah, just talking and, and being so transparent with this and giving us the information about Child Care Tennessee. 
Um, it's a great resource that if you're not using it already, definitely, definitely recommend you use it, encourage it. And um, there'll also be uh, in this in this video in the description on YouTube. I'll be sure to put the website as well. So if you look in the description, it'll be down in there. So um, you don't have to go searching for it. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, again, thank you so much, Julia, for, for joining us. Philip, as always, thank you for popping in. And, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll catch you guys in the next podcast. And uh, have a great rest of your day.